Hi, I'm your host Logan and welcome to my pilot episode of K-Drama Review Session. Thank you guys so, 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 so much for tuning in. I really honestly appreciate it. Um, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do throughout the course of this show. I will be talking about K-Dramas that I have already watched. And because I'm gearing this towards those of you who haven't watched any K-Drama... Or have watched very little. I'm gonna try not to give away spoilers. It's gonna be really really hard for some of these K-dramas that I'm talking about and I know that but if you hear me say something to the extent of they go more into detail about that in the drama that's kind of my way of stopping myself from giving away spoilers to you guys. Just clarification. I will be saying that a lot. But Honestly, when I was starting to get into it, I didn't have an outlet like this that I could, like, find K-dramas to watch. I literally had to, like, go to Reddit, and I literally asked people, what is a good K-drama? What do you recommend? I literally got so many answers all across the board. Literally everything from, like, Goblin, Iris, even Boys Over Flowers, and somebody actually recommended Nightmare Teacher to me. And I will not be watching that show just because it's horror and I don't typically do horror. Um, But honestly, I don't want you guys to do what I did. So that's why I created this show. And honestly, I really do hope you guys enjoy it because I put a ton of work into it. And um, honestly, a few disclaimers before I start. The first disclaimer is I'm not forcing any of you guys to watch any of these shows I'm talking about. I'm literally just trying to give you a guideline of what to expect. And then um, if you do decide to watch, I will be telling you that information near the end of every episode. And I will be telling you what platforms you can find them on. Because some of them are available on multiple platforms. Some of them are available on only one platform, and I will be telling you that information towards the end of every episode. Um, Honestly, when I was starting to get into it, like I said, I had to go to Reddit, so I created this podcast just so you guys don't have to do what I did, but when I was starting to get into it, Hulu had zero K-dramas whatsoever, Netflix maybe had five or six. Don't don't hold me to that information if that's incorrect. And I didn't even know what Vicky was at that point. And Vicky is a streaming service that is specifically geared towards Asian drama. And most of the shows that I will be talking about, you can actually find on Vicky. Um, and some of these shows you can only watch if you have Vicky Pass Plus or Vicky Plus. Um, I know it's a lot of money, but it's worth it, and I'm going to tell you why it's worth it. One, you get no ads. Two, you get all of the standard content, all of the free content, and all of the content that is on Vicky through Cocoa. Cocoa is another streaming service that is very similar to Vicky, but Vicky and Cocoa kind of have a deal together, and because of that, Vicky actually has more content than Cocoa does at the moment. It's like, it's literally like Hulu's deal with Funimation. It's kind of the same concept. Um, but 
yeah, thank you so much again for tuning in. I really honestly appreciate it. And one more thing before I start this episode, please, please, please tell your friends about this. If you have friends that are trying to get into K-drama or friends that have watched some K-drama and don't know what to watch next, please tell them about this. I highly appreciate it. Thank you so much. On today's episode, I will be talking about Moon Lovers Scarlet Heart Rio. Moon Lovers is a 2016 historical fantasy drama, and this is the fun part where I just throw in little fun facts just because I think it's cool, and also it's kind of like, oh, in case you didn't know kind of thing. But in case you didn't know, little fun fact, Moon Lovers was originally based off of a Chinese book whose name translates into Scarlet Heart. Um, honestly, I'm not even going to try to tell you the name in Chinese just because my uh, Chinese pronunciations are really, really bad. Also, my Asian pronunciations in general are kind of bad, and I'm sorry for those of you who are listening who are like, you're pronouncing it wrong! I'm sorry, but that's that's just how it is. But... In 2011, this book was adapted into a Chinese drama of the same name, Scarlet Heart. And for those of you who are curious about this Chinese drama, um, I believe it is available on Viki, and I believe it does have a sequel. Uh, you might have to do some searching for it, but I know it's definitely there. Um, but five years later, in 2016... This same book was adapted into the K-drama we now know as Moon Lover's Scarlet Heart Rio. Now, more little fun facts for you. Um, the working title for it was actually Moon Lover's, and then when it started airing, they called it uh, Scarlet Heart Rio or Scarlet Heart Gorio. Um, and then after it was done airing, they called it Moon Lover's Scarlet Heart Rio or Moon Lover's Scarlet Heart Goryeo. That's the Korean name for it. And honestly, if you Google any of these shows, the Korean name's gonna pop up. And also, if you Google it, if it's, like, available on Viki or Netflix or whatever, it'll, like, say, oh, watch here. Um, just in case you want to just do that instead of going through the links on my Twitter account, that's totally okay. Um... But yeah, no, it'll it'll tell you that on Google, and also the Korean names for any of these shows will come up if you Google them. Just clarification. Now, on to the plot. Um, the plot of this drama is kind of hard to say generally without giving away spoilers, so I'm gonna try my best. And honestly, like I said in my intro, if you hear me saying they go more into detail about that in the drama or something similar to that, that's my way of stopping myself from giving away spoilers to you guys, just clarification. But um, the show kicks off with a woman named Goha Jun. Goha Jun is played by IU. She is a singer, songwriter, and actress, and I absolutely adore her. And she's been in other K-dramas that I will be talking about later. But Goha Jin, uh, she's down in the dumps. She's sitting on a pier drinking what I assume is soju. And for those of you who don't know what soju is, 
Soju is literally the Korean version of sake. And if you don't know what sake is, sake is basically Japanese rice wine, and soju is the Korean version of that. But Goha Jin, she's down in the dumps, sitting on a pier, drinking soju, and um, what happens is this little boy falls into the lake that she's sitting in front of, and she goes in to save the boy, but as she's being rescued, this total solar eclipse happens, and she gets sucked into the water and transported back into the year 941. Now, this year is very significant in Korean history because this was the year that Goryeo was just starting out and just starting to become an empire. Um, honestly, I will go more in-depth into the Three Kingdoms as I discuss more historical K-dramas. Just, just clarification. But, um... Goha Jin wakes up in the body of Heisu, and Heisu is a woman from the Goryeo era, and Heisu was pronounced dead two hours prior, before before the events that uh, take place during the actual drama. Um, but she, the only thing is she doesn't remember how things work in the Goryeo era. She only remembers her memories of Goha Jin and the would-be future, but she starts living with her cousin, Lady Hay, and her husband, Prince Wook. I will go more into detail about Prince Wook when I discuss the cast and characters, but she falls for Wook at first, which honestly, I don't blame her because if a handsome man would offer to take care of me, I would be like, heck yes! So I kind of understand why she would fall for him at first. Um, but eventually she starts drifting towards Prince Sue. Now, um, Sue is feared by the people because he's gruesome. Let's face it. He's very gruesome. He's very fearsome. And because of that, he's feared by the people and he's given the nickname Wolf Dog. Now, this name is very derogatory. It's very offensive. And the only reason why they call him that is because they they say that he'll slaughter you like a dog. Also, they threw in Wolf because when he was living with the King family, he slaughtered an entire wolf den and became notorious for it. And Sue also wears a mask that covers part of his face. Now, uh, they go more into detail about why he wears the mask and why he was sent to the King family and slaughtered an entire wolf then. They go more into detail about those things in the drama. I'm not going to go more into detail about that here. During this next segment, I will be going over the cast and what characters they play, and also I will be giving you a little insight into their personalities and how they act. Um, I'm going to kick it off with uh, the, lo the love triangle. Uh, so the love triangle starts with uh, Lee Junji. He plays um, Prince Su. Uh, Su is the fourth prince. He's very fearsome. He's the one that wears the mask that covers part of his face. Um, and you will be seeing a lot of him. But um, as you learn throughout his relations with Heisu... His fearsomeness is really honestly a front to hide his actual emotions 
and how he's feeling and also some of the pain that he's been dealing with his entire life. Now they go more into detail about some of those things in the actual show and I'm not going to go more into detail about that here because that would be giving away spoilers to you guys and I really don't want to do that. I just want you to watch it for yourselves to see what happens. Um, secondly, in this love triangle, we have IU. She plays our fearless heroine, Heisu. Now, the reason why I say she's fearless is because if she doesn't like you, she's not afraid to say it to your face. Also, she's very optimistic. She can't stand injustice. If you have wronged her in some way, she thinks that wrong has to be righted, and that's why a lot of people think she's a little insane in the membrane. Um, to round out this love triangle, we have Kang Han Nul. He plays Prince Wook. Prince Wook is the eighth prince. He loves poetry. He loves books. Most of his time is spent in his study, in his home, reading or studying. Um... He's also one of those characters that's like really kind, very gentle, but also he will stop at nothing to protect the people he cares about, like his wife, uh, Heisu, his mother, and his sister. Moving on to one of our main villains, Hung Jun Hyun plays Prince Yo. Prince Yo is the third prince. He's very manipulative, he's an instigator. You will see that in various situations throughout the drama, and honestly, he likes poking at people's weaknesses, which makes me really mad because he does it to Sue, and he also does it to Heisu as well, and it just makes me really mad. Like, honestly, the only thing I wanted throughout the entire show was his character to just die and go away, um, but he's one of those characters that you will just be wishing death upon by the end. Um... Moving on to uh, one of the other one of the other princes, Namju Hayuk plays uh, Prince Baka. Baka is the thirteenth prince. He's very artistic. He loves drawing. Most of his time is spent outside of the palace drawing various scenes that he sees in the streets. I know the one scene in particular that he draws is his brother Zhang fighting in the middle of the street. I don't know why that's funny to me. It just is. I find stuff like that funny. And also, Baka is, like, the one person that Sue actually kind of trusts. And uh, Baka actually knows, like, how Sue's actually, like, feeling and his actual emotions. And there's actually a scene in the drama where Sue is forced to take off his mask in front of the other princes and also in front of Heisu. And Baka is, like, the only one that, like, basically he closes his eyes and turns away from Sue just because he knows, he knows how Sue actually, like, feels about his face and, like, wearing the mask and everything. And it's just so sweet. I, like, I love Baka. He's probably, like, my favorite prince out of all of them. Now... This next character, for those of you who are EXO fans, yes, you can commence your fangirling. Bak Hyun is in this drama. He plays Prince Yoon. Prince Yoon is the 10th prince. He's childish. 
but that's what makes him adorable, and he actually winds up having her crush on Heisu throughout most of the show. It's actually really funny, because how it starts, and I think this is actually in the first episode, just, just clarification, but, um, he, he, um, peeps on, uh, Chai Rayang, who is Heisu's maid, and Heisu catches him peeping on her, and she, uh, tries to get him to apologize to, uh, Chai Rayang, but he won't, and so she actually, like, beats him up because of it. It's funny, but it makes me feel really bad for Bakayan, just because I love him, and I think he's cute, and I just hate seeing him get hurt, which there's also a scene later on that that involves him that will make you ball your eyes out, just just saying. I'm not gonna tell you that, because that would be giving away a spoiler. Uh, Jisoo plays Prince Zheng. Zheng is the 14th prince. He's a martial artist. He likes to f- he likes fighting. Um, he'd much rather spend his time fighting in the middle of the streets than studying, which is very evident throughout most of the show. Um, there's actually a scene where, like, they're celebrating something, and they're quoting some poetry, and Baka actually, like, points to him, like, you're next, dude, and he totally flunks out on what he's supposed to say. It's so funny. (laughs) Like, I'm just, like, really, Baka, you did that on purpose. Just, just saying. Like, that's how I felt about that. Yoon Sun Woo plays Prince Wan. Wan is the ninth prince. He's very quiet, which makes him really sus. And when he opens his mouth, it sounds like something Prince Yo would say. That's literally how I feel about Prince Wan. And also, he's one of those characters that you wouldn't think is a bad guy or villain or sus in any kind of way but yeah no he's he's really really sus just saying um king hana plays yeon hawa yeon hawa she's a princess and because of that she's on a high horse she likes putting people down. She's pretty much a bully and also she's really mean to Heisu. Like right from the get-go, she's like super mean to Heisu. And it just makes me really mad. Like I, you will be hating her. I hated her. And also she's really crafty, which makes her really, really sus. And also the reason why I suspected her is because there's actually a scene where uh prince yo approaches her and honestly anytime he's involved with something i'm just like yeah no she's sus like automatically anybody that is associated with prince yo is sus in my mind just just saying because you will you will see that throughout the whole show and you'll you'll just be like yeah no they're sus now uh jin ki ju plays uh che Young. Chae Rayong is Heisu's maid, but she's also Heisu's friend, and she's actually, like, the one person that Heisu relies on for help in the beginning, and honestly, um, after a certain point, uh, she also becomes sus, just, 
saying, I'm not going to give that away. I'm just going to tell you that after a certain point in the drama, you will suspect her. Just clarification. Kim Sun-ho plays uh, Prince Mu. Prince Mu is the crown prince, and he he has a presence as a crown prince, but that's a really a front to hide that he's feeble, and um, he actually has a secret that Heisu actually finds out by accident, and he actually trusts her to keep the secret from the other princes, and honestly, the only reason why he trusts her to keep his secret is because she knows he knows that she's not going to tell anybody and also there's only a selected few people that are actually supposed to know about this secret and the only reason why he doesn't want the other princes knowing about it is because he doesn't want to be overthrown as crown prince. Kim Sung Kyun plays Jimong. Jimong is the uh, king's astronomer He's the person that looks up at the stars and tells the futures of the princes and when a new prince is born, he also looks up at the stars and tells the futures. Um, but also, um, he's in the same boat as Heisu because he supposedly was dead and came back to life and can see things in the future. Um... Jomin Ji plays His Majesty King Teju. King Teju is the founder of Goryeo, and he's not a fearsome king. He's more along the lines of he has power, so you really don't want to mess with him. And also, um, he's actually kind of nice to Heisu, which actually kind of surprised me because, like, a lot of kings I find are either too nice or too tyrannical but he's uh just the right mix in my opinion um part g young plays empress dowager yo um empress dowager yo she's very manipulative she's very manipulative as well honestly if you're wondering where prince yo gets his traits from it's a Definitely her, and honestly, you will be hating her by the end, because the only thing she wants throughout the whole entire freaking show is for one of her kids to sit on the throne, and just clarification, she doesn't want it to be Prince Sue, she wants it to be uh, one of her other kids, just clarification. Um, Jung Kyun Soon plays Empress Hwangbo. Ember's Hwangbo, she's very kind, um, but she's very much like Prince Wook. She will stop at nothing to protect the people she cares about, um, and that includes um, her family and a few other people. But her and Ember's Daugaryo, they don't like each other, and I'll explain why in the next segment. Um, Park Si Yoon plays Lady Hay. Lady Hay is the wife of Prince Wook and honestly she is like super sweet because she knows that Heisu is falling in love with her husband and I know this is gonna sound weird but she's actually okay with it and the only reason why she's okay with it is because 
she has a secret and she's feeble like uh prince mu but um i'm not sure if heisu knows about it but i know prince wook definitely doesn't know about it and i know there's also a few other people that know about it as well in including Empress Holongbo, I believe. But, um, yeah, no, she's, like, my favorite character. She's, like, super sweet. And honestly, I mean, besides all of the princes, with the exception of Prince Yo, Lady Hay is definitely one of my character favorite characters. Like, you will fall in love with her. Alright, this next segment, I will be going over the character relations. And honestly... The character relations in this drama are really hard to follow. Um, this is the part where if you want to take notes, go ahead. I'm not going to put you down for taking notes. Because honestly, it took me a few times rewatching to like figure out who's who and who's related to who. And also trying to remember like some of the names was a little confusing as well. Especially for some of the princes. And... I'm sorry to all you princes, I love you, but your character names were really hard for me to memorize at first. Um, so I'm going to break this down for you the best I can. Um, I'm going to go over the royal family first, and then I'm going to go over um, everyone that's outside of the royal family. So I'm going to kick off the royal family with King Teju and Emperor's Dowager Yo. Uh, King Teju is the founder of Goryeo. Um, like I said earlier, he's not fearsome. He's more along the lines of he has power, so you just don't want to mess with him. Um, and um, Emperor Stargur Yo is his third wife, and her children are third prince Yo, fourth prince Su, and fourteenth prince Zhong. Jung is the apple of her eye. He is her favorite. That is very evident throughout most of the show. Um, Sue, she wants nothing to do with Sue. And actually, uh, the reason why he wears a mask and the reason why he was sent to the King family to begin with is because of her and something she did. And uh, Yo, she sees Yo as a means to gain the throne. Um, like I said, the only thing she wants throughout most of the drama is for one of her kids to sit on the throne. Um, and next we have Empress Hoangbo. She is King Teju's fourth wife, and her children are 8th Prince Wook and Yeon Hoa. Um, Wook is her favorite, but then uh, she switches sides to uh, Yeon Hoa at some point. And that's mainly for political purposes. And also, um, Empress Hoangbo and Empress Dowager Yo, their families are in the middle of a feud, um, which Ian Hawa actually kind of hints at in the one scene. Now, they don't tell you why their families are in the middle of a feud. They just sort of are. And also, um, they do mention um, the first prince... Now, Crown Prince Mu is actually the second prince. Um, the first prince actually died. Um, I don't think they tell you how he died or why he died, but you just know that he's he's dead. 
Now, the Chinese version, they go more into depth about the um, death of the first prince. They just sort of kind of mention it in the Korean version. But the other princes um, that are alive, as far as I know, their mothers aren't seen and or mentioned anywhere in the show. And those princes are as follows. Crown Prince Mu, 9th Prince Won, 10th Prince Yoon, and 13th Prince Baka. Now, I literally just broke down the royal family for you. Um, outside of the royal family, we have Heisu and her cousin Lady Hei, who is only related to the royal family by marriage to Prince Wook. And then also there's Choi Ryung, who is Heisu's maid and friend. Lastly, there is Jimung. Jimung is the king's astronomer, and Jimung is also a source of entertainment for the princes because they think his stories about the things in the future are entertaining. Um, there are other characters that I did not mention when I was going over the cast, and I did not mention in this last segment because... They come into play later in the show, and that would kind of be giving away spoilers, but the ones that I mentioned when I was going over the cast, and the ones that I mentioned here, are the major players. They have significant roles in this drama. The characters I did not mention, I'm go just going to name right now. Uh, those are Court Lady O, Wuhi and her uncle slash advisor, um... General Park and his daughter, and the king's cousin. Like I said, they come into play later in the series, and that would be giving away spoilers, and I really don't want to do that for you guys. But, the like I said, the ones that I mentioned when I was going over the cast, and the ones that I mentioned in this segment are the major players. They have significant roles in this drama. Now I'm going to give you my general opinion I love this show. It's honestly like a good drama if you're trying to get into historical K-drama or you're trying to learn a little bit about Asian history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I know most of this is fictional, but some of it is based in fact and they actually tell you at the beginning of every single episode something to the extent of this drama has taken a creative license to history, which is actually kind of nice that they do that because if you watch like American TV shows that are about American history, they don't do that at all and you know like for a fact that most of it is just plain fiction. But Honestly, the hair, the costumes, and the jewelry are so beautiful and spot on. Like, literally, I want some of Baka's hair accessories, but I know I can't have them. And overall, I thought it was very well done. Yes, yes, yes. I know there's going to be some of you nitpickers out there that are going to tear it apart. But honestly, I thought it was well done. And the cast as a whole is amazing. They portray their characters well. Yes, that includes our villains that we love to hate. And I'm sorry, Hung Jun Hyun. I love you as an actor, but I hate your character in this show. It's literally like Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Negan in The Walking Dead. 
I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan as an actor, but I hate Negan. Like, I just wanted Negan to die. And that's literally how I felt about Hung Jun Hyun's character. And like I said, I'm sorry, Hung Jun Hyun. I love you as an actor, but I hate your character in this show. Um, The chemistry between Lee Junji and IU is to die for. It's so freaking cute. I want them to be an actual couple in real life. But that's just me, and also, I'm, like, extremely biased when it comes to Lee Junji. He's, like, my OG K-drama crush, and I absolutely swoon over him. Um, but, honestly, the OST is beautiful. I could listen to it all day on Spotify, and guaranteed I have. And, um, honestly, thank you to the person who created the playlist for the... Uh, Moon Lovers OST on Spotify. I appreciate you and thank you. Um, this drama is in my top five favorites, which is actually saying a lot because I hold very few dramas in this high regard, which is why I decided to kick off my show with this K-drama, um, just because I enjoy it and I love it to death. And also, uh, it tops pretty much every historical K-drama I've seen. And I'm sorry, Yu Jingu, I love you, but Moon Lovers definitely tops The Crowned Clown. I will be talking about The Crowned Clown in a later episode. This drama takes you on an emotional roller coaster. Parts of it are cute and funny, but parts of it are also really sad and very depressing. There was one particular scene that made me ball my eyes out. I'm not getting into that. But um yeah, no. You're definitely going to be needing uh tissues by the end of this because there are very specific parts that like will make you ball. So I would just keep a tissue box beside you for the duration of the drama just because you don't want to get up in the middle of the drama just for tissues. Like come on. Seriously. You don't want to pause the drama just for tissues. I mean, I did that just because I was kind of naive and I didn't think I would be crying, but yeah, no, you're definitely going to need the tissues. All right, this is the segment you've, you've been waiting for, where to watch. Okay, so um, I know at this point you're wondering, where can I see this K-drama that she's been talking about for like the past 20 minutes? Um, this drama is a little difficult to find on the internet. Um, it's not on Hulu. It's not on Netflix. It's not even on Vicky, which actually really surprised me because I can find most, um, I can find most dramas on Vicky, keyword most. Um, but after, uh, scouring the internet for about an hour, um, I found it on a website called Drama Cool. Um, Drama Cool is good if you're viewing on mobile or if you're viewing on like an iPad, but if you're viewing on a laptop, there are other websites you can go to to uh, view it, but Drama Cool is the one that I found was good for mobile viewing. Um, the only issue with Drama Cool is it does not have autoplay. So you will have to keep track of every episode you have watched or the episode that you are on. Um, 
honestly, there are a few ways to do this, and, um, under the box that has the video, there's, like, little arrows that you can use to scroll through the videos, and it'll tell you, like, what episode it is in between, like, the arrows, but if you don't want to do that, uh, you can scroll down past the video. I know it's gonna say episodes 8 through 20, so do not freak out. Above where it says episode 20, there's a little blue bar, and on that blue bar, on the other side of the screen, like, so it'll say episodes, like, 8 through 20 on, like, the, the, um, left side of the screen and then on the right side of the screen it'll say something to the extent of see all and you're going to hit that button and it'll expand all the episodes are there 8 through 20 um but like i said because drama cool does not have autoplay you're going to have to set it up for the next episode so it's up and ready for you when you want to watch it because I've run into this problem where I think I'm watching the next episode, but I'm like rewatching the episode that I watched like the night before, and I'm just like, wait, I already saw this. What am I doing? Um, so to avoid that, um, y yeah, you're gonna have to click on the link for the next episode. So let's say you're watching like episodes one through three, you're gonna click on the link for episode four. That way it's up and ready for you when you want to watch it. And, um, like I said, you're gonna have to keep those tips that I said in mind. Uh, just because Drama Cool does not have autoplay. Um, there are a few ways to keep track of what episode you're on. Um, one, you can just keep, like, a tally sheet of, like, how many episodes you've watched. That's what I did the first time. I literally just tallied how many episodes I watched. Or, like, the episodes I watched, that way I knew which episode I was on. Um, just because that was, like, the easiest thing for me to do. Now I don't even have to do that. I can just be like, oh, I watched this episode last night. I'm on this episode. Like, honestly, it will take you a while to, like, figure out, um, figure out the controls for Drama Cool. And the controls are actually really simple. Um... But I will be providing you the link to the first episode of Moon Lovers on my Twitter account. I will tell you in the next segment uh, how you can find me on Twitter. Um, but yeah, just keep the tips that I said in mind for Drama Cool because they will come in handy. That concludes this episode of K-Drama Review Session. Thank you guys so, 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 so much for tuning into my pilot episode. I put a lot of work into this, and I'm honestly kind of a perfectionist, so I'm sorry if I kind of, like, stumbled and, like, tweaked myself along the way. Um, but, um, honestly, if you liked it, uh, feel free to leave me a review on iTunes. Um, but if you do leave me a review on iTunes... The only thing I ask is please keep the negativity to a minimum. I am my own worst critic, so because of that, I don't take criticism very well. And But honestly, if you leave me, like, semi-negative criticism, like, that's okay. Like, if you say, oh, I liked, I liked this, but this could be better, that's okay because that gives me something 
that I can work to improve on and that's totally okay and I'm totally fine with that but just keep like the general negativity to a minimum if you can um or um if you want to you can leave me a voice message at anchor.fm slash kdrama-review that is all lowercase and I'm going to repeat that one more time in case you didn't catch it anchor.fm slash kdrama-review that is all lowercase and honestly if you want to leave a voice message with questions about this drama I actually might wind up doing a bonus episode answering your questions um but don't hold me to it if I don't do that I might I'm actually thinking about doing it but we'll see what happens um if you have K-drama suggestions, you can send me a link to the K-drama you're suggesting on Twitter at Logan underscore Taylor 906. The L and the T are capitalized in that, so I'm going to repeat that one more time in case you didn't catch it. Logan underscore Taylor 906. The L and the T are capitalized. Now, um, little uh, fair warning for those of you who are not fans of BTS, my avatar on uh, Twitter is of Suga from BTS. Also, if you hit on my profile, my profile cover image is of BTS sitting on a bench. So if you don't like BTS and you see that, I am, I am very, very sorry. Um... Also, you don't have to send me a link to the K-drama you're suggesting. You can literally just tell me the name of it and I can do the searching. But it would be nice if you left a link just so I don't have to spend almost an hour scouring the internet for some of these. Um, now, before I end this thing for real, I want to give a huge shout out to a few people. Um, the first group of people I want to give a shout out to is all of my friends on Discord that listened to my early demos and my early recordings. Um, thank you guys so much for, uh, your feedback and your critiquing. It actually really helped me. And, um, I also want to give a shout out to my friend Cam living in Philadelphia. If you're listening right now. Thank you so much for your feedback as well and for helping me to uh, make the leap to actually doing this and to actually like releasing these episodes. And also, um, I know they're probably not listening right now, but I want to give a shout out to the people that inspired me to do this. Thank you so much to the McElroys. Um, I'm a really big fan of your podcast, The Adventure Zone. And I just want to thank you guys for inspiring me to become a podcaster. And again, thank you to Travis, Justin, Griffin, and your dad. I'm a huge fan of Taz. And honestly, you guys are my inspiration for podcasting and my inspiration for doing this. And I really just want to say thank you. Um, I don't know if you're listening or not, but if you are, thank you. Um... Also, um, another shout out, I just want to give a shout out to, 
um, Ender and Scar on Discord, you guys were, like, my opinion crew, and I love you guys to death. You guys are awesome. This podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, I will be posting the link to the first episode of Moon Lovers on my Twitter account sometime within the next two or three days, so keep an eye out for it. Also, I will be trying to do this every other week. Um, My schedule permitting, I do have a day job, I do work retail, and with the holidays coming up, it's going to be really hard for me to keep on top of this. So, um, if I'm behind, like, a day with some of these episodes, I'm really sorry. Just don't freak out on me, um, just because I do have a day job and, and honestly, it's gonna be a little tricky for me to keep up with this during the holidays, but I'll try my best. Um, like I said earlier, um, I will be posting the link to Moon Lovers, the first, I will be posting the link to the first episode of Moon Lovers on my Twitter account sometime within the next few days, so if you start following me or if you're already following me, keep an eye out for it because it will be up there sometime within the next two days. Um, Also, thank you guys again so much for tuning in. I really honestly hope you guys enjoy Moon Lovers and I'm really looking forward to your feedback and have a great day or night. I'm so thankful to those of you who spent uh, the past 20 to 30 minutes listening to me talking about K-drama. I hope you enjoy Moon Lovers and happy K-drumming!